Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. I am honored to have a special guest with you guys today, and I have Michael Boley with us. Michael runs the amazing podcast, Control Shift Mindset. And what he does is he talks to college students and tries to speak with them about shifting their mindset and creating success for them. I love what he is doing. Again, I met him at Podcast Movement and really connected with him because I'm like, oh my goodness, what you are building right now, I wish I would have had 10, 15 years ago when I was about to get into college. And so, Michael, thank you so much for what you're doing. Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. John, thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited to get into this. Let's do it. Yes. Well, thank you. Again, I love your energy. I love what you're doing. And I would just kind of love to get into, you know, I did a brief intro, but kind of tell us a little more. Tell us about the podcast and tell us kind of where it was born. Like what made you come up with this idea to go on this podcast to speak to, you know, young adults and college students? Well, there's a lot of backstory behind it, but we could sum it up pretty quick to say, I struggled at an earlier age with stress and anxiety. I struggled throughout high school a little bit still with being shy and eventually in sales. My first sales job was pretty difficult for me to handle. I had a lot going on in my in my head that, you know, I didn't know how to figure out in high school. I learned how to meditate. I learned about Buddhist philosophy and eventually after my sales job in college, I learned about more western personal development philosophy. I found a crucial point where they both connect, which is on the idea of perception and how you perceive the world. I found so much freedom in that concept. It helped me not only with my own stress and anxiety, but my self-worth, my confidence, how I showed up in my job in school and with my family. I loved all of it. And I just wanted to share it back and get those concepts into the minds of young individuals so that they can take advantage of all those great resources and concepts for the rest of their life. I think too many personal development concepts are taught later in life or in business to adults, but I think that they're so crucial and so helpful that they should be distributed more widely to young adults so that they can take advantage of them earlier on. Thank you for that. I think one of the cool things about what you're doing, Michael, is so many people, right, even adults as we get older, like when you know, one of the things you've talked about is, you know, you had an episode about overcoming anxiety. And I remember listening to that and seeing that and being like, wow, like that's something that adults, even 30, 40, 50 year old people aren't good at talking about. So like, how did you create this? Like, what is it about you that was like, well, you know what? No, I don't care. I'm going to be open and honest about the struggles I've had. And I want to help people. Was that just from like the struggles you had and not wanting to see people do that? Or what was it? Yeah, no, I think you're kind of on it. Basically, after having learned these concepts and being really excited about how they've helped me, I looked around and I started to see all of the same struggles that I had had affecting other people. And I was like, wow, if only they had read that same book or learned that same concept or lesson and gotten that through, maybe they would be struggling less. So it came out of a place of compassion to help the people I saw around me struggling with those same difficulties. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, it's so cool what you're doing. I mean, even, you know, and I think every season of life, right? You could be like, oh, well, I have anxiety about this. I have stress about this. And then you're like, oh, it's done. But I can even for my listeners and, you know, for people that find this, I think every season has that, right? You know, you have that as you come out of college and then you get a job and, and these kinds of things. 
And even now, like me and my wife have often talked about, like, you know, there's so much stress that comes with having two kids under 27 months old. And so in every season, there's going to be stress and anxiety that kind of follows it. And so I love like what you're sharing on your podcast, like, hey, here's how you kind of overcome that. Because I think whether you're, again, 10 or 100, those things can apply to everybody out there that's listening. So thank you so much for that. So tell us about what you've learned, you know, out of college, learning some of these things, you know, you shared and we were, you know, I was on an episode for your show and you kind of said that like you just weren't good, you know, in a sales job. Tell me about that and, you know, what you learned through that process and what you learned about yourself through all that. Yeah, I got so uncomfortable in my sales job and that was such a good thing. It was such a blessing for me now because I definitely had the mindset of looking at sales already predetermined as, you know, the sleazy car salesman. And I think a lot of people struggle with this, especially if they're getting into their first sales job. And so that's where my head was at. I didn't know how to handle rejection. And I learned through sticking with it because most of the people that initially started with me in that job left the office after that summer, but I actually stuck with it through the the school year. And that's where I really learned how to deal with rejection. I came to a place where it was either I quit like a lot of other people did, or I figure out how to deal with it. And a really key thing that my sales manager told me was you could quit, you could move on. But the difficulty will be that you're going to bring the problem with you. In other words, you're going to bring that same insecurity and inability to deal with rejection to your next job, to wherever you go, or you have the opportunity to take care of it right now, once and for all. I say once and for all, obviously, people still kind of struggle with the stuff as they go on. But for me, it was that decision in the moment that I'm just going to take care of it right now. I'm going to figure this thing out. And that ability to, or that determination to figure it out in that moment and push forward is ultimately what led to a crazy breakthrough in terms of how comfortable I am with people now, with talking about my own vulnerabilities or insecurities, talking about personal development and the struggles that I've had. It came out of that breakthrough really, where I almost went from the shy kid to the kid that isn't afraid to put himself out there. Like being willing to put yourself out there. Because that's actually one of the reasons I wanted to have you on my show, because so many, a lot of young people, and you know, and we even talked about this for your show, like you have people that are like, oh, I'm thinking about real estate. You know, I think some people look at it as easy money. And so we kind of have to say, hey, that's like, you can make good money in real estate, right? But it's not going to be easy. I have a lot of young people that listen to this show that have thought about careers in real estate. And I would just kind of love for you to talk about, you know, as you weren't good at that job. Like, how did you find your niche and what advice would you give to, you know, kind of like you do on your show to some of these young people as they're trying to figure out, hey, where am I going? What am I good at? What career should I have? So I think that it's important to take note as to what has made you uncomfortable so far in life and what were those moments? Because usually you can find a pattern when you look back as to what's made you uncomfortable, what kinds of things those are. Some people already know it and they almost, they dig it into their own identity by saying, oh, I'm a bad public speaker. I'm a bad this, or I'm a bad that. It becomes part of their identity and it sticks with them. But I think it's important to basically note what the pattern is in the past and then make an active decision to try to break it in the future. I'm not sure if this is quite on topic with your question, but 
essentially what had happened with me is I figured out that I had a passion for breaking through stuff that was scary. And that the route to do that was to continually put myself in front of things that were scary. And for a long time, that was me putting myself in front of more clients because that was scary to me. I remember a time before I'd really learned how to deal with rejection where it would take me days, weeks, maybe even like a month to deal with the rejection, the pain that came from somebody just saying no, because I took it personally. I said, that's a no against me. And so, but when it comes to finding your passion or finding something that is meaningful for you, whether you'd gone to college or not gone to college, I think it does come back to something we talked about on my show, which is discovering what is the collection of what you're good at and what you're actually passionate about. And the tricky thing is it doesn't always line up to exactly what you think it might. Like there may be a component of what you're good at that's in it and a component of what you're passionate about in it, but it's hard to see. It's really hard to see sometimes. And hindsight is 2020 because eventually when you get there, you look back and you can connect the dots because it's possible to connect the dots backward, but it isn't possible to connect the dots forward. And so for a lot of people, it ends up, you have to try things and you have to be willing to fail because a lot of people don't start because they are willing to fail. And so they stop themselves before they even get started. They never learn anything and they never grow from it. So that would be my advice. That's awesome. I love it. And it actually kind of leads, you know, as you talk about, you know, doing hard things, you know, we're early into 2022, right? New Year's was a week ago or a couple of weeks ago. Tell me, I'd love to kind of hear as this podcast goes out, as people are thinking about resolutions for 2022, I'd love to hear either like resolutions that you have for this coming year that are big ones that you're, you know, that you're willing to share or goals for this coming year. I would just love to kind of hear anything you'd like to share about like goals or resolutions for this coming year. Yeah, that's a great question. So a quick note is that I am still finishing up my bachelor's. I'll be done here you know, at the end of this spring. And also I'll be moving out basically. I'll be done with college. And mm-hmm. so I know that in the next year, I'm going to buy my first piece of real estate. That's right. one of my goals. That's yep. one of my resolutions. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So for the next year, I know that's there. And I'm also resolved to create a income for myself that can fully support me that is a non-W2 job. Even if I have one on the side, I would like to have that fully support me in the next year, in 2022. That's like a huge goal for me. I love that. That Well, you you know my journey and the people listening know my journey. So anytime someone says like, I want to work for myself, have my own thing, it kind of like, I mean, and you know, Vince, it kind of gets people like us all excited. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. So what, and you asked this on your show and I had never heard it. So I'm going to use that same question. I would love to kind of hear what's a book you've read recently or a piece of advice that you would like to pass along that someone's given to you recently that you think would be helpful for people listening to the show. Man. So a couple books that I've just been reading that I think are awesome old school classics are One, The New Psycho-Cybernetics, that's by Maxwell Maltz. And then another super old school classic I'm sure people have heard about is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. That one is really, really cool. I just learned how to listen empathetically. And you know, I have a girlfriend and I feel like I have not been doing it right. And it's been like five years we've been together. And I feel, I just realized now like, oh my gosh, 
am I missing like 80% of the communication that people are trying to tell me? So if you're looking to get better at working with people, man, I think pick up seven habits of highly effective people. It has some really, really great stuff in that. So it's so funny what you say too, because like in all our relationships, right? Like in myself, you know, for these realtors that listen, we're in a sales job, we interact with people every day. Well, there's a high percentage of what you say isn't the words coming out of your mouth, right? It's the tone, it's your facial expression. So that's so interesting to kind of hear. And that's, that's amazing. Dude, I love what you're doing. I love what you're building. Again, I wish I would have been doing this 10 years ago as I was finishing college. And I love that you're doing it in your young 20s, kind of not letting anyone tell you, oh, no, you can't do this. So as we kind of get close to closing out, I'd love to hear, you know, because you're young, have you had people that say to you like, well, you can't have a podcast or you can't build this business or you can't do that. And if you have, I'm sure you have, how have you dealt with it? Like, do you say something? Is that internal? Like, I'd love to just know how you deal with that. I feel like most the resistance that I've encountered has been online because I have done I think a pretty good job of surrounding myself with the right people that are going to support me. I think that especially in a new case of putting yourself out there, it's especially important to get around the right people that are going to lift you up and push you forward. And so I was very intentional about getting into the right online communities that were going to push me forward. I was very intentional about who I was choosing to be in my inner circle of like my podcast launch team. I wanted these people to definitely be on board with supporting me and no Debbie Downers here because that's just what I learned about in my personal development books was, you know, I just wasn't going to withstand putting myself in a place where somebody was going to try to limit what I could do. And that's how I just kind of shaped my environment for it. I most, for the most part, I just did not pay attention. I mean, even in all post on TikTok and stuff like that and other social medias. And, you know, if you get hate, it's like, who are you really taking this advice from? Like, who who should you be listening to? Should you be listening to the people you've intentionally surrounded yourself as supporters or just some rando person on the internet, right? It's like, what, right. what, what's important to you? So that's how I thought about it. I love that answer. And I think it's so cool because I think a lot of the things you've learned and you speak about and train people on through the podcast has kind of let you deal with the detractors, right? You don't let anyone pull you down. You kind of, you know, control shift mindset. You're you're like, okay, how do I think about this differently? Or process this differently? Instead of like, oh, I read a nasty comment on the internet and now my day is going to be ruined. And so I think you're doing something special that I'm like, oh my goodness, I even struggle with that. So I think like at a young age, you've done a great job of that. It's so funny. And I'll share this with you now. Look, I should have said it before, but your personality, like I remember being at Podcast Movement and thinking to myself, like we connected and I'm like, oh my gosh, he is a connector. Like anytime I walked around, you were meeting someone new. And there were times I would see you and be like, no, I'm not going to bother him. He's, he's interacting with someone. And I was like, oh my goodness, you're a connector and a relationship person. So much so that I'm like, years from now, you won't be the guy like attending podcast movement. I firmly believe years from now, you'll be the guy and like, we'll be there at the keynote listening to you talk about how you built your podcast from like someone that was started in college. I think it's absolutely insane. And I love like, it's crazy. So I'm counting on you to be speaking at podcast movement one day. Man, that's a big dream. But thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So as we kind of close out our time, thank you so much. I seriously love what you're doing. Love your energy, love your passion for helping people. 
I feel like so many, and I did it right. So many 20 year olds as they're getting out of college, they're just kind of like, Oh, well, I'm just surviving. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go. I just want to play video games and do my classes. And so I'm so impressed by you being like, no, I mean, and I'm sure you still have fun, but like, no, I'm going to help people. I really want to be a part of helping people. So that's amazing. And I, and I seriously thank you for what you're building. Thank you so much, Sean. It was such a pleasure coming on your show today. And thank you for what you do to help people. I know it's amazing work. Hey, man, this is what we do. It's like I said on your show, it's about relationships and caring for people. And so that's what I want to do that. I want to have people on my show like that. That's why I wanted to have you on. So as we kind of close out, tell me and well, tell my listeners, where can they find you and follow what you're doing? And you know, what, if anything, are you kind of building and working on next that they can kind of follow? Yeah, so you can check out my podcast anywhere you find your podcast. It's Control Shift Mindset, almost like you would on the keys on a keyboard. And then you can find me at Michael Bowley on Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find my TikTok at Bowley's Stories. That's like my last name, Stories. And yeah, feel free to, if you're if you're looking to connect with me, anywhere there is perfect. I'll, I'd love to get in touch with you guys. Thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Wish you continued success as you finish out school. And then as you know, you kind of build your business and the podcast and see what's next for you. Again, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Yep. See ya. Thank you so much, Michael Boley, for being on this podcast episode. Guys, I was so thankful that he was willing to come on the show. And like I said on the show, I am so impressed with what he's doing. You know, so many young 20-somethings are just going to class, partying, having a good time. And so his passion for helping people is really inspiring to me. And so thank you so much, Michael. It was an honor to have you on the show. Just a few takeaways before we close it out. You know, I think the biggest thing is about Michael that really stands out to me is just his willingness to really talk about and say anything to help people. You know, if you go to his podcast, he talks about anxiety, he talks about depression, he talks about these things. And so for him, a young 20-something-year-old kid to be willing to talk about this really shows a lot to me about how, you know, we need to be willing to share what we're struggling with and what we've been through because it can help others. Like I said on the show, I'm so impressed by Michael's willingness to help people and what he's building and growing, because if I could do it all over again, I would have skipped some of that college stuff, you know, when I was there and maybe not gone to college or just done it a little differently and would have, you know, built a business like I'm in now in real estate rather than going through the college route, which ended up taking me seven years. But, you know, again, thankful for God for the opportunity. And what I learned there, because even though it didn't work out as I planned, it still helped me and guide me along the journey. Some of the other things to take away from this episode, you know, one of the things he said was when he was in a sales job, he was struggling. And, you know, his manager said that basically, you know, he could just quit like everyone else was, but he would bring, you know, himself that same insecurity and inability to deal with rejection to the next job where he was going. So he took that as an opportunity to work through the struggle, keep pushing on and use it as an opportunity to learn and grow through that anxiety and insecurity and inabilities and rejection. And so that's such an awesome thing even for a young person to learn. And for us in the real estate industry, we need to learn to accept rejection. It's a part of the business. And so the earlier we can do that, the better we will be. And so I'm so thankful for Michael sharing that story. The other thing that really just stuck out about Michael is his willingness to help people and his desire to build a whole business and career after college through helping people. And he's absolutely going to do it. Again, I wish I could almost 
rewind 15 years instead of being 18 and going off to college, I probably would have started a podcast, started all the things I'm doing now, and just done them 15 years earlier. But thankful for the journey I am on, thankful for how God has blessed me through the journey, even though, you know, it certainly hasn't been a normal trajectory. It's kind of been like two step forward, one step back. But we learned through all of that, and I'm very thankful for what I've learned. Thank you so much, Michael. Again, just very thankful that he was willing to come on the show and share things with us that can help you grow in your real estate career. He is an amazing person, and I'm just very thankful to have met him and very thankful for everything that he is building. Check out his podcast, especially for those of you that are young and are in that, you know, those college ages and thinking about, you know, college or a career or what you're going to do. Please check out his podcast. He really does a wonderful job. It is Control Shift Mindset. And again, you can find him LinkedIn, Facebook, Michael Boley. So it's Michael B-O-L-Y. Michael, thank you so much for your time. It was an honor to have you on the episode. And I am very thankful for everything you shared and how it will help my listeners grow and develop in their life and in their career. Thank you all for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it was helpful. And I will see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.